The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Chorus Entertainment. This is the Employment Law Show. 6.32, you bet. Thursday evening, good to have you along here. Skulls, along with Lior Samfiru, co-founding partner, Samfiru to Market LLP. As far as Google reviews are considered, they are the most popular, the happiest, the best, and everybody loves them. They are pretty much flawless, most popular and best-reviewed law firm in this country, so stick that in your pocket. You want to get a hold of them to experience some of that, it's really easy. one 821 5900 help at employmentlawyer.ca. Doing the good work. Just make that phone call or send that email and ask your questions. You have the opportunity, though, here and now to do the same thing as we're on until uh, just before 7 o'clock, 416-870-6400 is how you do that. The lines are open, so let's get it happening. 416-870-6400. The topic for the half hour is false resignations. No, you haven't really quit. What does that mean? We'll get into it in just a bit, but the case of the day, over to you, Lior. What's going on, pal? Hey, John. Uh, Great to be here, as usual, and on this uh, Thursday evening to talk about employment law. So, guys, uh, call us right now. Let's get those questions. Let's get them answered, and let's have you uh, leave here today with uh, the knowledge you need, feeling better, understanding your employment Mm -hmm. law rights. It's better for everyone, for employers and employees, if everyone understands their rights, and that's what the show is about Maybe you haven't had the best of weeks. Uh, you, you're worried about your job security. Maybe you're thinking about changing jobs because something happened. Maybe your boss is being a bit of a jerk, put it that way, uh, and not treating you properly. Well, whatever the issue is, there are solutions. There are there are ideas you can use. So give us a try right now. Whatever the issue, I can help. But to get us started, of course, case of the day. Let me tell you about a situation that came across my desk uh, today. I spoke with the gentleman that uh, earlier in the year, unfortunately, had a very serious uh, medical issue and uh, had to take some time off work to deal with it. He did uh, and eventually got better enough to to go back to work. Mm-hmm. Not to say that he was uh, over it by any means. It's a type of medical condition that's going to linger for a long time. He went back to work and he tells me it was obvious that he was still struggling with his medical issue. He was uh, tired often. He wasn't able to to concentrate. He had uh, you know dizzy spells. Uh, he'd uh, often even get sick, physically sick at work, uh, and that go- went on for for a little while. Uh, eventually, he gets called into a meeting, and his employer says, "We don't think you're uh, up to par. We're letting you go." So my first question to him was. After you came back to work, you were still sick, obviously. You were still dealing with your medical condition. Did you give him a doctor's note at that point saying, just so you know, this person is still dealing with a medical condition? He said, Mm -hmm. no, never did. So here's how this works, John. It was obvious. First of all, the, the, the employer knew that he was sick at some point. And it was obvious and very apparent that this guy is still struggling with his health. So the fact that he didn't bring a doctor's note, which he should have, but the fact that he didn't doesn't mean that the employer can say, well, I don't know anything. I'm assuming everything's fine, so I'm going to pretend like everything's fine. The employer can't be willfully blind here. 
if they see that he's struggling, if they know that he's struggling, if they know that he was still getting over that serious medical condition, they have to work with this person. Maybe that means take some time off. Maybe that means get something from your doctor. Maybe that uh, means we're going to reduce your uh, hours or change your job to help you. What you can do is say, that's it, you're gone, you're out of here. That actually is a human rights violation because they knew he was sick. So that you, you can't really just say, well, you didn't officially tell us, so we're just going to pretend we didn't know. An employer that knows that the employee is sick has a responsibility to accommodate and to help that employee. They can't ignore those obligations. So this guy is owed severance for sure. We know that. But potentially he's owed human rights damages. So it's a reminder there for everyone. Certainly if you are sick, if you're struggling with your health, if it's impacting your job, the best thing you can do is give, give your employer a doctor's note. Even if it's just to say, just so you know, it's not that this person is struggling with his health. He's going to do his best. But there may be times where he may not be able to perform up to par. It's helpful. But in either situation, you can't be fired. You can't be let go because you're sick, even without that doctor's note. If that ever happens to you, either way, give give me a call. And and certainly the law is not going to look too kindly on an employer that behaves that way. And again, recently on the team, uh, when we're not doing the show, one 821 5900 help at employmentlawyer.ca. But here and now, plenty of time, 416 Eight seven zero sixty four hundred is how you uh, call through and get on the show. Ask your questions. Okay, want to get into this interesting topic? It's one where we, uh, you know, when we cover people don't know a lot about. So listen up, and again, phone if you don't know uh, what we're talking about or have any confusion over the next few minutes. And that is false resignations. No, you haven't really quit. What do you mean by quote unquote false resignation? What is that? So a false resignation is, is a resignation that the law considers not to be an actual resignation, not to be real. Even though you may have uttered the words, I'm quit, uh, or you may have said, I'm out of here. The law would still not consider that to be a resignation. The law would consider that to be a termination. So anytime you're being forced into doing something like that to resign or being put in a position where there's really no choice, even though you're the one resigning, so to speak, it's a false resignation. It's a fake resignation. Uh, and that doesn't mean that you walk away from your rights. So um, we want to talk about those types of situations where uh, you, you, you've had enough. You said, I quit. I'm gone. I, I'm not coming back. You left. But despite that, you may have rights. You may have entitlements because you didn't do that because you wanted to spend more time on the golf course. You did that because you're pushed into a corner, you were forced to do it, or something happened in the workplace that really didn't give you much other choice. That's what a false or a fake resignation is. You did uh, in there say real resignation. So what is that? And then does one get severance if he resigns? So a real resignation is something that the employee does unilaterally and voluntarily. So if you decide you don't want to work somewhere anymore, if you have your own reasons, the company didn't force you, uh, they've treated you fine, but you still don't want to work there, and you do that, not out of pressure, just based on your own decision, that's a real resignation. With a real resignation, no, you don't get severance. You don't get any compensation because it's your decision. You made that decision. You weren't forced into it. So you can leave. You can give whatever notice you give, and, and you walk away without severance. That's very different than a false resignation. Mm. If you and we'll, we'll talk about those situations, but if you resign because you didn't have a choice, because something happened, because you were pushed into a corner or you're threatened, because the law considers that not to be a resignation, 
the law considers it to be a termination of your employment, you're going to be owed your full severance up to two years pay. So very, very important to remember that if you're in those in, in that false resignation category, yeah, you quit. Yeah, you packed up your office and left. But because you didn't want to, you, were, you, you felt like you had no choice but to do it, you are still owed severance, your full severance. And that could be quite a significant amount. Again, 416-870-6400. You want to chime in or contribute to this topic or any other? We are here to answer those calls. You know, we've all heard cases. We've had people calling the show over the last decade, Lior, saying, oh, you know what? I was told, you know, you're out of here. You know, I, I expect your resignation here on my desk, you know, Friday at 5. You're told to resign or else, that type of thing. Uh, what happens in that case? So that's a classic false resignation situation there is no such thing as resign or else if the company doesn't want you to work for them anymore they can let you go they can pay you your full severance and you'll walk off on your merry way but if you're being told no no you, you have to resign well that's a termination because the decision has already been made by the company that you're not going to work there. So the fact that we've decided you don't, you're not working here anymore, so, but we also want you to resign, well, no, that doesn't work that way. If you've decided, employer, that I'm not going to work here anymore, then you have to pay me my severance. Yeah. So if you've resigned ultimately because you were told resign or else or because you're told that's it, uh, today's your last day, your resignation is going to be on my desk in the morning, and you did that, that's a termination of your employment. You didn't choose to resign. You were forced to resign. You're owed severance in that situation. Going to drill down deeper on this uh, topic because there's a lot to cover, but we always slip in the phone calls ahead of time. That is uh, Paul. Paul, thank you so much for taking the time. What's your question? Hi. Um, uh, I have a question that about uh, the termination. Uh, I've been recently terminated, and uh, what I was uh, given about uh, 20 weeks of the notice, worked for 20 years in uh in a senior position in the organization, and uh, having asked about the severance, uh, I was told uh, that, uh, well, no, there is nothing, but even if you go to the court, uh, you cannot get any lump sum severance. Maybe uh, you can get more working notice until you find another job. So Mm -hmm. uh, I was confused about uh, what I hear all uh, from your show, I've been uh, listening to this couple quite a few times, and uh, is that a provision like uh, if if uh, if that goes to the court or litigation, and uh, possibly I would not uh, get any severance pay, but uh, the employer could argue in the court that no, we will give extra working uh, notice for employee to find another job. Is that true? No, not at all. You would absolutely get severance. So let's break this down. You said you've been there for 20 years and you got, what, 20 weeks uh, notice? Yes. So here's how this works. You're you're probably owed about 18 months of severance, 18 months. Now, that 20 weeks counts towards that 18 months. So let's say that you got five months notice. That means you're owed another 13 months. So here's what happens. If you don't quit before the end of the 20 weeks, if you're still there and if you still haven't found another job, then you can get severance. And here's the thing. Forget about court. Even forget about litigation. I'm not going to even need to do that. Usually one or two letters from me at that point are going to resolve it. But you don't want to do this right now. You want to do this after the, the notice is done. So right now, all you need to do is continue working, do your job until the last day. 
on the last day, shake everyone's hand and, and, and walk away. Then I'll get involved, one or two letters from me, and you, you can get your severance. And it's a lot at stake for you here, uh, Paul. It could be easily another year or more of pay. Do you understand what I mean? Yes, but the employer could could possibly refuse a, a kind of a demand no. you may send him? Well, I mean, they, they, they can refuse it, but, but they owe it, so they're not going to refuse it because if they refuse it, the only thing that happens is they're going to end up having to pay even more. So, no, this, this, this is exactly the type of situation that we resolve about 50 times a day every single day, including weekends. So there's nothing you need to worry about. The losses you are owed this compensation. It's not up to the company. Yeah. They have to pay it. And if they don't pay it, there's legal mechanisms to make them pay it very quickly. Paul, thank you so much. As we get into a break, I'm going to give you that number for you to use in about, oh, 20 weeks' time, you'll be making that phone call. Well, you can phone anytime for more information, but it'll be uh, definite at that point, 1-855-821-5900 and help at employmentlawyer.ca. And for you as well, just like Paul, make that phone call, get some information. It'll take literally minutes to clear up what you're thinking. 416-870-6400. We continue Thursday night edition of the Employment Law Show. You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Chorus Entertainment. Welcome back to the Employment Law Show. And welcome back, 647. You bet Johnny Paycheck right there. Take this job and shove it. See, that is our next topic as we uh, continue false resignations. No, you haven't really quit. Anytime you want to uh, join the show, 416-870-6400. And that brings up my next question. Johnny Paycheck nailed it right there. He says, you know, if, if someone's having a bad day and they resign in the heat of the moment, you know, take this job and shove it. I'm out of here. Done. What happens then, Lior? Yeah, the old uh, heat of the moment resignation. Yeah. Uh, you, you had a bad day. Maybe you got into a bit of a, of a shouting match with someone. That's it. I'm done. I don't want to be here. I'm gone. And you pack your stuff. You feel really good. But by the time you get home, you realize, wait a second. What have I done? <laughs> I need this job. I kind of like this job. Uh, I, I can't afford to be without it. Either the moment resignation. So here's how that works. The law understands that sometimes things are said or done in the heat of the moment that a person doesn't mean. So you are able to take that back. So if you've resigned in the heat of the moment, you have a window where you can take it back. Usually a couple of days, no more than that. So within a couple of days, if you contact your employer, you should do that in writing, email, text message, employer, this was heat of the moment, I didn't mean it, I want to come back. At that point, if your employer says, no, no, we're not going to let you go back, Mm -hmm. that becomes a termination and they owe you severance. Even though you're the one that resigned, you're the one that said, I'm gone, I'm out of here, I never want to come back again. Despite that, because you took it back quickly, which you can, then that becomes a termination of your employment. As I said, that only works if you take it back back pretty quickly, within two days. If you contact them a month later and say, I I take it back, too late, can't do that. That's a resignation. But take it back quickly. If they don't let you, yeah, you're owed severance. 
And people, when you say that, though, people say, yeah, but Leo, you know what? I'm concerned. I'd rather have, you know, this, this label on my lapel saying, you know, I, I resigned rather than I was fired. That looks, I don't want to be let go. You know, I'm concerned about that. I'm concerned about the, you know, the record in the, uh, the, the, the National Archives that I was fired and I, I'd rather resign and, and get out unscathed. That's the thinking, right? That's right. I had someone yesterday tell me I'm concerned about having it on my record that I, I was let go. Well, first of all, there's no record, okay? Uh, there's no uh, big uh, safe or computer system or database where the reason where every employee is not working is recorded. There is no uh, such record. You've heard of a document called the record of employment. That's a document that you yeah. use to, to get EI. That's it. That's all it does. So being let go doesn't affect your record. In fact, the vast majority of people that are no, that, that don't work, that, that lost their job, lost their job because they were let go. It's what we call a termination without cause. You can absolutely say to another employer, I was let go without cause. The problem is if you think you're better off resigning than being let go, you'll resign and you'll lose your severance for no reason. So no, it's not better to resign than to be let go. In fact, it is better to be let go so you can get your severance. Now listen, if you've done something bad, if you were stealing from the company, sure, yeah, you may as well resign because you're certainly not going to get any severance. But in other situations, why, why, why would you ever want to resign? No, if a company doesn't want you there, let them let you go. Let them pay you severance, and there is no record that you need to worry about. 416-870-6400. Leonard, thanks for hanging on. What's uh, what's your question tonight, pal? Um, my question, thank you for taking my call. Yep. I'm working at the hospital, IT department. Um, during the pandemic, was home, working from home. And... Um, wanted us to ask me to take the vaccine. I tell them I wouldn't take it. They asked me to bring back all the, the computer stuff and everything like that. Took that back. Um, they did not fire me. I'm home. I'm just waiting for them to say something. I don't know what I should do. So, uh, Leonard, I take it because you were in IT that you were not part of a union, is that right? Yes, that's right. That's correct. Okay. So, there's really only two options that you have. The first option, you could do exactly what you're doing, is to wait at home and, and see if they contact you at some point. Maybe they will, maybe they won't. Uh, and if they do, I can't tell you when that will be. So that's option number one. But the second option is because they put you off work, you are able to treat your employment as being terminated. Mm-hmm. You can decide that by uh, not allowing you to work, they've terminated your employment and they have to pay you severance. So you can pursue severance right now and treat your employment as being terminated. What, which option you choose is up to you, but you have that option. If you want to say enough is enough, if you want to get your severance and move, uh, move on, you can call me at the office or email me. Let's connect and let's get to work. But those are the options, Leonard. Okay. Um, um, with that, I already I, I, talking about um, severance, um after a year or two years, would that be something that I can, I would be part of my, I'm with a company over 20 years. Sorry, you, you said you 20 years or one year? So I'm not sure what you meant. Two zero, two zero. So you've been with the company for 20 years and you could easily be owed 18, 20, even 24 months of severance. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. So okay. yeah, you should contact me as soon as possible, Leonard. 
Leonard, I'm going to give you that number now, pal. And yeah, here's uh, here's how it is: one eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred. Again, one eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred. Help at employmentlawyer.ca. Couldn't be simpler, right? And uh, you still have some time as well to squeeze in a call four one six eight seven zero. 6,400, and we'll continue on with the topic uh, for tonight. An interesting one, too. People don't know enough about this stuff. False resignations. No, you haven't really quit. Your boss comes up to you tomorrow and says, no, 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 you have to resign, and I'm telling you to tomorrow. What do you say to him? Uh, You say, well, that's very nice of you, but I'm not doing it. (laughs) I will be here tomorrow bright and early as usual unless you tell me that I don't work here anymore. It's as simple as that, okay? Your boss can't make you resign any more than they can tell you what to eat for dinner okay it's just not possible you're the only one that can decide if you're going to resign they absolutely can let you go and tell you you're not working there anymore and if that's what they decide then they're going to pay severance the only time an employer says to you i expect your resignation is because they're trying to avoid paying you severance okay and you may say well okay yeah i know but but maybe severance is a week for me or two weeks for me it's not a big deal well, it is a big deal. Okay? You're owed a lot more than a week or two weeks. Even if you only work for a few months, you could be owed a few months worth of severance. And that severance can be as much as 24 months. So do the right thing. If your boss says, no, no, you have to resign, your answer is, no, I don't. I'll, be, I'll see you in the morning, boss. Good night. That's what you say. Let them make the decision. Don't make it easy for them. What if it turns into, you know, the he said, she said sort of thing, and you got to prove, right, that, that you were forced to resign? And that is a problem. Your boss says, you have no choice but to resign, and you resign. And later on, they say, oh, we never said that. You decided right. you wanted to resign on your own. The ideal scenario, okay, if, if you're going to resign because you feel like you don't have a choice, send an email, a text message, or even put that in your resignation letter saying, I'm doing it because you told me I had to. You want to have that to protect yourself if at all possible. Uh, Again, the goal here is to get compensation that you're legally owed and not let the company get away with not paying you what you're owed. Let's get Matt here. We've got a couple minutes left. Hi, Matt. Thanks for hanging on. What's your question? Just a quick question. When uh, calculating severance, uh, is there almost all damages included? Like if they were to put you through a really rough situation, would you uh, include that in your request in the severance or is it just severance only? Well, if there's other amounts owed, then obviously we would include that. So it's not necessarily as simple as, well, they, they, they were kind of jerks, so they owe me more money. There would have to be a bit more than that. There would have to be discrimination or, or the type of conduct that's completely kind of outrageous. But yeah, if you are owed more than your severance, then we, we contact the company. We're going to say, number one, you're going to pay severance. Number two, you're going to pay these damages. Number three, those damages. Number four, legal fees. So, yeah, everything is going to be addressed properly. Uh, we're never going to leave something off the table if you wrote it. Mm-hmm. Understood. Thanks, Matt. Appreciate it. You want to reach out afterwards, I'll give you the number, one 821 5,900. And what if the, this scenario comes about that, uh, you know, employee resigns because, I don't know, maybe something happened in the workplace, made it really difficult to continue working. And to your point, they just said, I'm not taking this no more. I'm out of here. What are they doing that case? Yeah. Yeah, and that's now we're starting to talk about constructive dismissal. Uh, The idea being that something has happened, uh, your employer did something that makes it not not possible or not favorable to continue working. Maybe they changed your hours, your job, or they demoted you. Maybe they're just treating you very badly. Uh, Maybe the work location changed. All those things can can, uh, give rise to constructive dismissal, meaning you're resigning because of something that's happened. 
because something your employer did. And again, the law considers that to be a termination, even though you're the one leaving. The difference, of course, between termination and resignation is with a termination, even constructive dismissal, you are owed your full severance. But good advice is don't resign if you can avoid it without talking to me first. I'll ask you this quickly before we wrap. What's the time limit on pulling that trigger? You, if something happens, you really usually have a short window to, to resign as a result of it, usually yeah. a couple of weeks, a few weeks. But again, before you pull that trigger, before you say, I know I can resign and get severance, let's talk because we have to do this right. Another great week. Thank you for your contributions. Want to reach out now that we're done? Again, anytime, one 855 821 5900 email help at employmentlawyer.ca for all other matters pocketemploymentlawyer.ca we'll catch you next time on the weekend right here on the employment law show the preceding was a paid commercial program unless otherwise identified the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser the opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of chorus entertainment